runs into the water Let your mouth go sick and dry Put your life into your death now Let them see till you die Another fun-filled show here 
at ArnieRadio.com this morning. Hotter than a motherfucker outside. I think it was 109 yesterday. Stay inside. That's what I do. Uh, all kinds of stuff to get to on the show today. Look, look, look. I got to start with this. I uh, Usually this doesn't happen because I'll stay asleep. But my sleeping's been, you know, kind of sporadic lately. Last night it slept great until I had this weird dream. So I have this dream, right? And it's taking place in the first radio station building I've ever I ever worked in in Reno. But I'm at my current age. And I guess somebody that I used to work with is now the the manager. I guess I'm like the programmer and morning guy still. And now this guy's in charge of this. And we're sponsoring some sort of, because the building was right across the street from a high school that had a big track. And I guess we're sponsoring some sort of big track event, some girls track event. And, and <laughs> I was the whistleblower in a, a cheating scandal. Because the coaches from one of the teams were doing the human centipede with the girls to get them to get sick to to lose weight so they'd be faster. You know, the, the human centipede, the ass to mouth. Feed her. I I woke up immediately. As soon as, as soon as I pointed to the diagram and it was like drawn like it was in the movie. As soon as I pointed that, I woke up and I said, holy shit, I got to write this down. I have no idea what that dream, I don't even want to know what that dream means. But uh, yeah, that, that one got me up and I, I, I went back to sleep after that, but I couldn't get back to that part of the dream. So I, I had to start the show with something crazy and weird. And that, that was pretty damn crazy and weird. Let's say some good mornings to people here. Straight Fire says, good morning, ass. What's up, Straight Fire? How you doing, my man? Andrew says, happy hump day, ass people. Hope everyone is well on this day of humps. Hump day? Hump day? Hump day? Oh, look hump at that. Day. Oh, uh, Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass. What an intro for me. Yes, uh, Metallica. And then the brand new, I, it was just released yesterday, Slipknot. It's called The Dying Song. So that was like world premiered. So so we so we did that right there. Uh, and and Jen, how about a uh, dirty windy for you? When a skeezy sleazy lot lizard tramp has a male roommate who only washes his bed sheets once a year, the night before he does laundry, she gets liquored up on amaretto sours, sneaks into his room, and rides him while wearing his pillowcase as a hood. There you go. That's the dirty windy right there. I mean, that's great to know. Super duper. <laughs> Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, uh, happy, uh, let's get the damn sound effect. Pump day, pump day, pump day. Uh, ask family, AOC got arrested, LOL. Yeah, that's the first story. Uh, Zach just texted in. Uh, good morning, Arnie, just being fake arrested now. First story we got today. We will talk about that. I promise you that. Uh, my main man, Derek, says, happy. Pump day, pump day, ask pump family, day. and good morning. Born in Battle, born in Nebraska. I, oh, yeah, I read that one. Uh, sorry to hear about your friend, Anna. That's Cowboy's Girl. She wrote about yesterday losing a friend. See, look at that. Look at that. The ass family ready to go. 
Fratberger just texts me. He says, holy shit. You had a bad post-past workplace dream. It's your subconscious telling you that you don't have enough trauma in your life now, and you're reminding you of the good times. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, there it says, yes. Uh, Battleborn Nebraska says lawmakers get arrested, but protesters in front of the SCOTUS homes, Supreme Courthouse, uh, get a free pass. I'm confused. Oh, I'm very confused as well. I, I look, we'll talk about it all here. I, I promise. Hang down, Jen says, hey, ass family, I need positive vibes. So we get closer to the move, I get more anxious or sad. Today I woke up straight ugly crying. The thought of leaving my youngest son is becoming overwhelming. What was I thinking? Well, look, look, you know what you were thinking. You were thinking that, that he's ready to go on his own. He don't need mommy there no more. You know you've done a good job. Send him out into the world. And I understand the anxiousness. You're moving across the country to a place you don't know. It's a brand new beginning. Embrace it. Embrace the suck. Embrace how scared you are and then how much you will enjoy it afterwards. So there you go. Good vibes going your way right there. Oh, my lucky stars. Oh, the one and only bratty kid. In the house. Fuck you, fat fucking hunky. Whoa. Fucking white people. I hear you. I hear you. There's nothing right with this. She sent me a story this morning, and, and we will get to it. But that little fat girl, Honey Boo Boo, little, little, little fat fat, she's 17 years old, and she's about to get the uh, the, the gastric bypass or whatever, the pocket surgery. What doctor does that on a 17-year-old? By the way, if I talk about it on my show, will you do it for me? Uh, Swoosh says, morning, happy Wednesday. Get you a frosty. It's hot out there. Andrew says, good vibes headed your way. Jen, normally I would say hang in there, but that's racist now. Oh, yes. Uh, love the calendar. You said it's going to be 107 yesterday, uh, every day the rest of this month. No shit. Ah, uh, you're out in the house. Good morning, you're out. Ghost of Nevada says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Oh, God dang it, I ain't on that page. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Uh, oh, how sweet. Thanks, ass family. Good morning, ass family. Happy. Pump day. All right. I just, mi- I just missed the sex act for today. Well, you know what? Since we're nice here, it's the dirty windy. When a skeezy, sleazy lot lizard tramp has a male roommate who only washes his bed sheets once a year. The night before he does laundry, she gets liquored up on amaretto sours, sneaks into his room, and rides him while wearing his pillowcase as a hood. There you go. Swoosh says, Cowboys girl takes solace that they're in a better place. Your sadness is just you missing the good times, Jen. You uh, raised him. He should be fine. Enjoy showing the ass your new location. Amen. Braddy Kidd says, Jen, I was a mess. Arnie told me to get it together. Yeah, and she did. She was not a mess. My God. She was a champ. Change can be hard. Uh, it can also be the greatest the decision you ever made. Take in all the emotions that go with it. Enjoy your new journey. V. Coop says, I would support Honey Boo Boo's mom if she wanted to very late term abort Honey Boo Boo. Her mom ain't no better. Look, I, I'm stuck watching that show because that Braddy Kid doesn't have a lot of shows. Not like me. I have like 806 shows. She has a few shows she likes. And I like them too. The Honey Boo Boo, I'm growing; it's growing on me. But we we watch it. Those people are trash, straight up smack dab trash. 
I'm happy to be called a redneck. I'm happy to be called a hillbilly. I'm more happy to be called a Texan redneck, but hey, that's okay. But you don't call me white trash. White trash is below us. All right? I mean, everybody, like, like not all rednecks and, and hillbillies are Pentecostals. I will say this. Every white trash person, Pentecostal. And, and a harder Pentecostal. As the subdivisions go down, the worse they are. Till we get down to, like, snake handling. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Yesterday, 16 members of Congress, including AOC, uh, Ihan Omar, were arrested by uh, Capitol Police outside the Supreme Court during an abortion rights protest. Today I was arrested in part two. This is what the, the stupid-ass fucking... Uh, Ehan said, Today I was arrested while participating in a civil disobedience action with my fellow members of Congress outside the Supreme Court. I will continue to do everything in my power to raise the alarm about the assault on our reproductive rights, she wrote. Ain't she too old to have kids? Now, what they're doing, they were blocking traffic. This was not, and, and this is why they were arrested. No, it, it, it totally is. Oh, I, V. Coop, I understand all this is a big publicity stunt. Because, yes, the Supreme Court has now left for the summer. They were, they were in the middle of traffic. They're blocking traffic. The police asked them to leave a number of times, quote, unquote. And they didn't, so then they were escorted away. I, I don't know if there are any handcuffs used. But let me just tell you that. I, let, if I was one of those cops, let me just tell you. We might have a George Floyd moment. Uh, I don't know whose neck I'm kneeling. Maybe I'd kneel on two of them. Oh, Arnie, you can't say that. A man died saying that. It's a fucking joke, people. I hope somebody got a laugh out of it. God knows the rest of the world is laughing at us. She wasn't handcuffed. They say they were arrested. They were escorted away. Because I'll tell you this right now. Do you want to know why they weren't arrested? Because if they were actually arrested, they would probably end up losing their seats in Congress. Them behind bars is is an opponent's wet dream. If they get a photo of it or the mug shots of it, no, they they weren't a red. Look, this is more this bullshit virtue signaling garbage that is happening in our country right now. Somebody said it, you know, the people in front of the Supreme Court houses, they aren't getting arrested, yet our our Congress people are getting arrested. It's that topsy-turvy world. Yesterday, we talked about a guy who shot a, a, a potential mass shooter. He was a mass shooter. He killed, what, three and injured five? Could have been a lot worse at that mall. 
but we want to eviscerate this guy. And and look, I said if they want to hit him with trespass, they can because they can't have guns on the property. How many lives did he save, yet we're still pointing out he's a bad person? No, he's not a bad person. But this is the world that we live in right now. I've been bitching about it for what? For, for what? The world of hypocrisy. Uh, problem AOC is uh, in the idiot district in New York. Her seat is safe. It is for now. I mean, I, but here's the thing. She can keep her seat. That's fine. Because she's stupid and she thinks that she's going to run against Chuck Schumer and beat Chuck Schumer in New York, which she will never do. This red wave comes through. These people are going to be holding on to those seats as hard as they can. Uh, Senator Orrin Hatch introduced legislation in 82 to make overturn Roe versus Wade. Biden voted yes on it. Yep. But see, straight fire, what you're doing there is you're reporting truth and facts. You're following the the commandments of the show, and I love you for it. That's not the world we live in. That is not the world we live in. We, 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 if we're going to cancel people over things they've said 10, 20, 30 years ago, uh, Arised, if you're listening. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. I, I, I mean, isn't that enough in today's world to get him canceled? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. It's going to put y'all back in chains. Put y'all back in chains, or even this one which the world has watched over a billion times. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political, or, or maybe precise, not and or, or political power. And we put up with that. This publicity stunt yesterday I, I mean, honestly, are, are they trying to make sure people are paying attention still? Because we are in the middle of summer vacation. Summer, people are out and about, not keeping normal hours. I mean, because as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, okay. What's this bullshit? Because I knew the Supreme Court was out out of session. There's nobody there. Who are you protesting, stupids? Uh, wouldn't doing everything in her power to stand up for abortion rights include drafting legislation like the court said Congress should do? Well, you would think, oh, I'm going to do everything I can for this. Okay, where were you three years ago? Or I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Where, where were you when Barack Obama was in office? Come on. We have to stop letting the truth 
evade us. The truth of the matter is this could have been something that was an actual amendment to the Constitution of the United States, but no Democrat had the fucking balls to do it. Abortion is not a right in this country. It's legal. It's just like driving, except you don't need a license to get an abortion. And all the misinformation that's out there, I don't even want to bring up all this. If it's a life-saving procedure, it's still going to be legal in that state. And look, look, look. I, I saw that there was an article about the... Uh, the judge that said, or or the judge that sentenced a doctor who gave an abortion to a ten-year-old. I agree that we should have discussions about this. Okay, I, I I'm I, I'm not opposed to that. I I think that I think having a making a ten-year-old girl carry out a child, that's a little rough. But once again. Instead of having it all the way this way or having it all the way that way, we should talk it out and somewhere come in the middle of it. Because I'm betting there are a lot more Americans that are, hey, we understand that there, there is a need for this, unfortunately, in this world. And if you get it done in the time span, it's still legal there. Uh, Buenos dias, Ogre. Hey, it's Uncle Joe, the overseer in Massa. For one in D.C. who got mugged at the time of this stunt was going on, please sue AOC for tying up the police. Who could have responded to you? Uh, the 10-year-old thing isn't Roe versus Wade issue. She was raped by her stepdad. Well, Dad, okay, I, I, I'm okay with her getting an abortion. I, I am. I mean, look, I, not me. Ain't my life. If I'm her, if, if I'm her dad or I'm her mama, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. We already raised. Well, we're we're still raising this ten year old. <sighs> See, all you got to do is have conversations. This is all our country needs to do is start having real kind. And let both sides talk. Now, I can get fired up and, and worked up over something. I, I, I saw a video last night, Charlie Kirk video. It was on a campus, and uh, like the, this one group said, you know, uh, ban white supremacy. And Charlie Kirk says, I want to take a picture with that. And they wouldn't because he's a conservative. And he, and he looks at him and he goes, do you think I'm a white supremacist? And they're like, well, if the shoe fits. And he goes, I'm hosting a, a black women's conference on this campus like in two hours. Would a racist host a, symp- host a symposium for black female students? We have gotten to where we're, we're so fucking stuck in, in, in our our. I, I don't even want to call them ideals, but our feelings. We're so stuck in our feelings. How many times, how many videos do we need to see where conservative people go onto college campuses and ruin every college kid? Oh, it's hysterical. 
And if they don't beat them on facts, then they outword them. Now, am I what? What I'm saying is, I don't think, and the conservatives are not always. I'm not going to always agree with their opinion, but they always kick the shit out of the opinion that they're in because they do the work. They do the work. They don't lie to you. They don't tell half-truths to you. They don't put the fucking misinformation sticker up on you. They do the job. Uh, The 10-year-old wasn't, uh, oh, yeah, B. Cooper, I read it was an illegal alien that raped her. Which one is true? Uh, Douglas, good morning to you and happy hump day. Well, happy hump day to you too, my friend. Hold on, let me get it in here. Uh, hump day. There we hump. go. All right. All right. Wait, wait, how am I going to upset you next? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, that wonderful human being, George Soros. This guy. Uh, an illegal alien raper, yet another job taken from an American. Let's see what this link is. Okay, this is about the 10-year-old. You guys want to talk about this damn 10-year-old? All right. Uh, for an undocumented immigrant charged with Ohio child rape. Uh, Gerson Fuentes, 27, was arrested Tuesday after police say he confessed to raping a girl on at least two occasions. Uh, this is the one impregnated her. She underwent an abortion in Indianapolis June 10th to... And DNA from the Indianapolis Clinic was tested against samples to confirm paternity. He's being held on $2 million bond. Grover said he's in a place to live. That was not the same as the 10-year-old girl, his last known address. All right, so this guy raped a 10-year-old girl and got her pregnant, and they died. See, I, the, here's the thing. I really don't like doing those stories. And, I, and when I see 10-year-old raped, a lot of times I don't even click on the headline because I do a lot of stories about death and things like that and funny ways. To die. We have a great story about a funny way to, to die uh, today in Florida. But when it's, when it's I guess when, it, when it's on purpose, like, 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 like these funny ways to die usually are on accident. These are on purpose. These are just, nobody's going to really laugh. I mean, there's not a lot of levity I can find in a 10-year-old getting raped. I mean, we can sit here and, like, you know, come up with a joke about it, but it's going to be off-color and horrible. I mean, I, no, I, I don't even want to do those. Uh, he was in a relationship with the girl's mom, too. Oh, that's horrible. Maybe her stepdad was illegal. It was her stepdad or mom's boyfriend. Either way, they're trying to claim she went to another state to get the abortion because of Roe versus Wade, but it was really so the rapist wouldn't be arrested. Oh, okay. All right. That, that, that's a fucking... <laughs> that right there is an FX series. Illegal alien comes to the country and rapes a 10-year-old. She gets the abortion because she loves him, or her mama loves him. This would be on white trash TV. Of course it would be on white trash TV. You know why? Because (laughs) white trash TV, how great of a network would that be? 
today <laughs> on Trailer Park Dynasty. What? You raped my 10-year-old girl? Now she got to get an abortion. But, but Enrique, I love you. Como se llama? Show him driving. Maybe it's animated. I don't know. Didn't some orange guy call illegals rapist? Yeah, that terrible orange guy. <laughs> An FX show with the famous Genesis song, Illegal Alien. How great would that be? I, I, I mean, honestly, we can make this happen, people. <laughs> Get through all damn George Strait songs. There we go. Genesis. What? what? Really, I don't have Genesis in here. Hold on a second here. Oh, there we go. Illegal Alien. I used to have it. Come on. There we go. Yeah, this is it. Yo! Como se llama? Oh, Enrique, get in here! Get in here, Enrique, and tan my ass again! Jesus. Oh... White trash TV, all honky all the time. <laughs> Can you imagine that? We'll do like all the shows. Like, you know, I was bitching about that TBS thing where they, uh, Tiffany Haddish, by the way, no talent hack, got hammered at the All-Star game last night, was screaming after it. We'll talk more All-Star game tomorrow with Joe Murphy. Uh, but it was, a, it, it was a good game last night, I got to say. No, I don't. I, I, I try not to miss the All-Star game. Uh the very important night for me and my dad growing up. So uh, I, wa- I watched a little bit of it. Didn't watch a lot. Uh, the guy who replaced Joe Buck. Oh, it was so nice not having a game with Joe Buck. But, yeah, it was a good game. But, like I said, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Um, decapitate the goddamn races. Amen. Trump called it. The rapists come over. Build the wall. Well. Joe Biden's getting the Mexicans to pay for it. I'm not making that up. Uh, Let's see. I'm sure the ACU sent the best attorneys to defend his ass. See, Arnie, you found fun after all. Yeah, yeah. Well, we came up with a TV show on Honky TV, HTV. But, you know, that Tiffany had a show on TBS where they, they, we celebrate white culture all night long here. Oh, I'm sure that would go over well. (laughs) You know what? I wish my last name was White. (laughs) Just because I'd want to open up. A place that provided energy. Like, like if my last name was White and I could charge up your cars, 
My gas station would be called White Power. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know y'all are laughing because I'm laughing. Um, it's the first time in history a woman was raped, too. Yeah, obviously. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, so we started talking about good old George Soros. Probably the lowest form of human being ever. If you don't know who George Soros is, George Soros is a super-duper rich guy. And the way that he really got started, well, is he's actually a, a Jewish fella. But his father was, it was Jewish, and they lived in Germany. But the father changed their name and said they were from Spain. They called themselves Soros because it was like a bird soaring. And what little 11- and 12-year-old George Soros did was he and his friends, they reported Jews to the Nazis. That's right. You know those Nazis who would pick them up on a train? And it was a train ride to hell, pretty much, a concentration camp. That's what George Soros did, and he's been doing it ever since. Well, George Soros has contributed a million dollars to Texas Democratic gubernatorial nominee, Beta O'Rourke. Hey, George, why don't you add, I don't know, a, another $90 million to that? And you still ain't going to win. Beto O'Rourke is not going to win. Uh, we can call the canceled broadcasters people to do the news, like the girl that called the L.A. Lake. Oh, she's definitely, she's a main anchor. That gal, oh, when we start Honky TV, this gal is our, she's our, our, our nightly news reporter. Going on here in this country, it's absolutely Not Joe pathetic. Exotic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles niggers. There you go. Just bad timing on her part. You, you know, you, you, can't, you, you can't say that when you're reporting the death of Kobe Bryant. Pretty bad. But yes, she is doing the nightly news. Yes, um... Let's see. Uh, Greg Abbott last week announced that he hauled in $27.6 million in fundraising. O'Rourke, uh, let's see. What's he at now? Like a million and six dollars. And by the way, this guy is trash. Bet O'Rourke is trash. Will Honky TV show Sanford and Son? Man. I would say late night. I. Very, very late night. <laughs> I've already got the marketing campaign for it. <laughs> Honky TV. When it's dark outside, tune into Sanford and Son. <laughs> I was I was thinking about this uh well, I, I've been watching a lot of the Big Bang Theory, and I, I was thinking about my favorite sitcoms of all times. I know we've done 
we, we, we've done it all. We, we've done, you know, all the sitcoms and all that kind of stuff. My personal list, like, sometimes my personal list doesn't list up with what we have here. Did Arnie call Beto's campaign office? I'll, I'll call it soon. Um, but, like, oh, shit, what was I saying? I was talking about. Oh, crap, I lost my total th- train of thought. Um, Sanford and Son, I, I don't even know what it was. Oh, oh, Beto O'Rourke, this guy. Beto O'Rourke, biggest piece of trash. There's an area out in El Paso, a, a barrio, that's like a historical area. And Beto and his fucking cronies, they fenced it, they eminent domained it. Like, out of nowhere. I mean, and, like, it's this historical part, and people in El Paso hate him. People that want to vote for him, they want to vote for him because he looks like, quote-unquote, this regular guy because he's got his sleeves rolled up. He is a giant piece of trash that hates America. That's what he is. He hates the Constitution, wants to cut shit out of that and then add probably shit in there. And Beto isn't even his name. I think his name is like Jeremiah or some bullshit like that. Abbott holds a mid to upper single digit lead over O'Rourke in most recent opinion polls. Yeah. Yeah, last I saw it was at like 12%. Not close. So, uh, overall, uh, Abbott has 45 million uh, to O'Rourke's 23 million. Yeah. Meadows' scientific experiments birthed from the discarded cum stain of Gavin Newsom. I saw a great thing yesterday where they had butthead next to Gavin Newsom. Twins separated at birth. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's a good thing y'all don't live here because, and I I don't really watch the news that much anymore here because I'm just thrown by the, the lack of journalism that's being done in in a major metropolitan area here in in Dallas, the the lies that are told, the half truths, the disinformation that's sent over news, it, it, it's all horrible. And I'm not going to say I'm done watching mainstream news. I didn't think it would get to this bad at a local level, and it has. And that's okay. I, I don't have to watch. I can get my news elsewhere. But it just shows that that nobody wants to play by the rules anymore. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people that aren't on the left, that are on the right, is that they are pretty much the rule abiders. I'm not saying that they don't break rules. They do. But more than more than likely, they're the ones that are are leading that that good and, and wholesome life. That's what they want you to believe. But nobody's telling the truth anymore. Because that side right there, that, that good and honest side, 
It's filled with lies. It's filled with deceit. All kinds of bullshit happens there. And then the left is the same. We're all the same people. We have different ideals and different things that are important to us. And by the way, that's okay. You shouldn't be canceled out if you stand up for what you believe in. I shouldn't say it like that. You stand up for, for what you know to be true. What you believe in. That would have people standing up saying the Holocaust never happened because people actually believe that because they're stupid. We, we look at these people that are running for office and the things they say and the things they promise and they haven't promised. When are we going to finally say enough? Is it ever going to happen? Do we have the courage to say enough? I'm tired of these elected leaders being worse human beings than the people we have in the prisons. And by the way, that's on both sides of the aisle. That is, that is not geared towards one specific letter. That's both D and R. Fuck that, Arnie. I ain't the same as a fucking libtard. The problem is you are. Because there's shit that's very, very important to you that they would think is just obnoxious in hell, and there's some libtard saying, oh, I'm no conservative. We're all the same people. It's just different shit is important to us. And it's up to those people in Washington to see what shit is important to the country then. Like, I, I, I mean, th- this whole abortion thing, this thing should have been settled in 1973. But nobody has the balls. To go, this is what I think, because maybe I'm not towing the party line. Rudy Giuliani, before he became the the whack job fucking lawyer for Donald Trump, back when he was still at the top of his game, right when he left office in New York, as probably the greatest mayor in a major city in America, he was hot. He was on fire. Didn't know how to run a political campaign. And for the fact of the matter is this. Republicans didn't back him because at that time, Rudy Giuliani was pro-choice. Holy shit! I know, right? And that's why he didn't get backing. He ran out of money when he was campaigning. Was that 2016 or is that 2012? Might have been 2012. But you think about it. If you had Rudy Giuliani running against Barack Obama, maybe things are different. But he didn't get that backing because, oh, the party says you can't be fucking pro-choice. I'm pro-leave-me-the-fuck-alone about it. That's what I am. And, and, and the problem with it is, is that you can't be that way and keep your office. Because I'm betting there are people on the left that support abortion, but they have their limitations. None of this fucking nine-month abortions. 
these infanticides that happen. But they can't say that because they're not towing the party line. I remember when we had politicians that were courageous. I remember them from my history classes. That's where I remember them from. Our politicians should be courageous. They should be the ones saying, no, it should be this way. Or let's hammer this out. But they don't. And I keep flapping my gums, and nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to change. So, fuck them. I guess, uh, I, I guess the, uh, the little dookie boy of Sussex came out yesterday and just decided to eviscerate America. Let's listen to some of this speech, shall we? Oh, I'm interested. ...and division, when it's all too easy to look around and feel anger or despair. I've been inspired to go back to Mandela's writings for insight into how this could be, how he could experience so much darkness and always manage to find the light. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. There I found a few lines that stopped me in my tracks. In a letter from prison, he wrote, I feel my heart pumping hope steadily to mm, is what a lifebelt is to a swimmer. A guarantee that one will keep afloat and free from danger. It moved me even more when I saw the date. August 1st, 19- In those circumstances, how many of us would have lost hope and let our lifebelt slip away? How many of us would have been broken in the face of the seemingly endless stream of disasters and devastation? I understand. This has been a painful year in a painful decade. Amen. We're living through a pandemic that continues to ravage communities in every corner of the globe. Really? You're on the pandemic thing still, too? Change, wreaking havoc on our planet, with the most vulnerable suffering most of all. The few weaponizing lies and disinformation at the expense of the many. And from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States, Whoa. we are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom. All the right. cause of Mandela's life. All right. Okay, now we can jump into it. Oh, boy. Prince Harry, let me just say, Shut your fucking ginger mouth. How dare you? How dare you try and talk like you know something about the way Nelson Mandela lived his life? This is my favorite. This kid who was born with a fucking platinum-encrusted diamond spoon in his mouth who never had to work for a living. He joined the Royal Guard or whatever. Was no badass there. Comes back, finds some magic pussy, disavows his family, but now still wants to use his family's connection and powers. And he wants to talk about constitu- what constitutional rights have been rolled back. 
By the way, would you feel the same if they rolled back Constitution number two or Amendment number two, if they rolled that right back? Would you be up there speaking or would you be out in the streets partying? Oh, I tell you what. When I think of this guy, let, let me just tell you. You remember that movie King Ralph? That would be King Arnie. I ain't going to get involved in world politics if I ain't ruling anything. I have no power. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm smelling something. Do you think he's trying to become a politician? Oh, not here in America. No, no. He'll have to go back to gray, gray old goose uh, uh, England. Is he trying to become a prime minister? Interesting. I, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, I stopped giving a fuck about the British in 1776. Dog says, fuck that cocksucker. <laughs> hey, Prince Ginger, what role does your family have in rights and freedoms here, huh? Yes, the country that taxes people on everything, including watching TV, wants to preach freedom. I challenge that piece of shit to a fight. I'll take him and his brother on together. Fuck, you beat me to it. V. Coop, I'm in your corner. If we can make this fight happen. Oh, man. Harry and Willie against V. Coop and Arnie. We're going to draw more than this Ric Flair match. Uh, I'm hearing my entire life has been built on wealth and exploitation of the working class, colonization, racism, and out hundred monarchy. Uh, and I will still not get a job to do something actually useful instead, giving useless speeches and remaining, uh, and remaining in my life total comfort and no fear of where my meal is coming from or where I live. Fuck him. When I hear him talk, this is what I say. He's never had a job for a little, never had a job. I want you to not think about what you're doing now. I want you to think about back, it, 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 we, we need some music. Between that 18 and 22 mark, I want you to think about the jobs you had. How you didn't know if you could make it to your next rent payment. You know, real shit, something you really, really wanted that you had to save up for. Or you put on a layaway. He has no idea what we're talking about here. He wanted for nothing. And he is going to preach? And and, and it's funny because everybody is fucking just eviscerating him. Somebody says, oh, that's why he moved here. Yeah, why'd you move here? If we're so bad, if we're rolling back this global assault on democracy and freedom, well, why don't you just skedaddle on home there, little boy? The, the, um, the response to this has been fantastic because everybody is shitting on him. And rightfully so. 
Someone wrote, I want to live in the fictional world libs think exists in which a global movement of right-wingers are strategically and successfully dismantling everything that the left holds dear, if only. (laughs) He's just saying what his wife told him to say. Boy, I tell you what, my fondness of the British is lowering. What we need is Jason Statham to go up to, to Prince Willie or Harry here and just roundhouse his ass. <laughs> Go home, white colonizer. Fuck, you even took a black woman from our country. Will you slave owner mentality never cease? Uh, with Arnie and I teaming against them, they can add Charles to the fight. I'll get him to admit that Harry isn't his kid. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, l- let me just tell you, I am putting one of those motherfuckers through a table. V Coop, get the table. I would jump off the top of the cage to come through the table on that motherfucker right there. God dang. (laughs) Telling people in America how to live. Oh, the humanity. Didn't you try that once before? Didn't you people try that shit once before? And didn't we kick the ever-loving shit out of the greatest military ever? Oh, I do believe that happened. Well, uh, by the way, by the way, everybody, uh, Dr. Fauci has come out and said, whoa, 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 here. I am not retiring. No, 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 no. Fauci said when he was asked if he would keep working for the government, um, I said innocent, uh, let's see, he says he'll walk away from this job. Now, what's he going to do? Open a general practice? And by the way, how, how old is this motherfucker, like 75? 70? Why don't you just enjoy your time? You've made billions and billions of dollars probably off of the suffering of people all over this world for the last two years. You and your wife, who's the head of the World Health Organization, I I don't see that to be a problem. Or CDC, one of those two. They're both inept. Uh, I am so sick of the imbeciles. Kamala said the same thing the other day. Abortion was never a constitutional right. Fuck, people are dumb. And they hide behind the 14th Amendment, which really doesn't say the woman has a right to an abortion. She has a right to privacy. So that means outside the abortion clinic, they don't have one of those tickers. Helen Jones, congratulations, Helen Jones. You just aborted a fetus. They have a counter on there. Fetuses, (laughs) Fetuses, <laughs> like 24 today. 
We got we 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 have to put a constitutional amendment for privacy. Okay. <laughs> when Fauci said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I thought he was going to sing "Things Only Get Better" by Howard Jones. I mean, is, is, really, is he going to have like a, a ma and pa doctor shop? By the way, all he's going to do is prescribe medicine. And every everything that he prescribes, he owns stock in. Yeah, I bet you I bet you Anthony Fauci's car runs on fentanyl. Jesus. Um, speaking of fentanyl, um, U.S. overdoses surged in 2020, especially among people of color. A new survey has come out to say uh, 25 states in the District of Columbia show overdose increased 44% for black people and 39% for American Indian and Alaska Data people from 2019. Do you want to know why? I'll tell you why. Especially when it comes to Native American people. When nobody was out traveling and nobody was out doing anything and you closed down Indian casinos and you closed down tourist stops and nobody was going to those places anyway, well, that means they shut down. They weren't making no money and they got even more depressed than they were before. Uh, that's too bad. I was going to suggest that we give him the 21 jab salute when he retired. I, I mean, the... What, what word am I looking for here? Oh, man, my Alzheimer's is kicking in today. Um, my collateral... The, the collateral damage, that's it, from COVID is what nobody's talking about. You want to talk about something, let's talk about the collateral damage. How many people OD'd? How many people committed suicide? How many people are fucked up today about leaving the house? Maybe they have agoraphobia, and that's the fear of leaving your house. Agoraphobia. Um... How many relationships were lost because the people were spending too much time together and on top of each other, they couldn't stand each other? I mean, these are all the collateral damage things that you have to see from this. And and the problem is, is we shut down. We don't shut down. Remember that movie, The Social Network, when when, when, what ended uh, the, the friendship between uh, Zuckerberg and, and the, the finance kid, the, the little Iranian-looking kid, was that he took money out and they shut down. That ended a friendship. When you shut down the movement of America, it's going to cost lives. And that's what we did. We did that for a year and a half at least. And we're not the same. 
Here's a great example. Yesterday we went out and uh, went down to lunch. It's a birthday week here in the house. And uh, we went out to the Rainforest Cafe. I I ain't never been to Rainforest Cafe. It was out at the Grapevine Mills Mall. And we show up there, and there's nobody really at the mall. The mall's not that busy. I mean, it's busy, but it's not, like, packed-packed. It's it's busy, but... But we go up to the the entry, and they tell us it's going to be an hour and 45-minute wait. And we could see in the restaurant we were walking in, there was nobody in there. And the reason is that people don't have the servers, because... The government paid people to stay home, and then they never came back to work. And now they're the ones bitching with their hands out. By the way, we're going to see a gigantic rise, in my my prediction, a gigantic rise in homelessness because people still didn't go back to work. There's a place right down the street from us here. And this is Texas, and, and, you know, Texas are known to stand up and, and do what's right. Obviously, we're not anymore. Place down the street, uh, Taco Casa. Taco Casa, good place. Great, great fast Mexican food. From about two o'clock in the afternoon until they close at eleven o'clock at night, the dining room's closed. You can only go through the drive-through because they don't have enough employees. People didn't go back because we made them stay at home. It changed America for the worse, what COVID did. I I still, we're going to be rebounding from COVID for the next 15 to 20 years. Because it showed the true colors of a lot of Americans. Hey, we'll pay you to stay at home. I couldn't, man, it was just getting to be so, it it was bugging. Uh, Taco Casa Hot Sauce is the truth. Uh, It closed down, I believe, Jen, uh, the one on the wharf. Yeah, it, I, but, but. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't find employees in stores anymore. How long do you you go into a a restaurant and you can see all the open tables and they still tell you it's a 20-minute wait? Went to IHOP last. This is a story I didn't tell. Oh, I got another great story, too, from fucking, oh, shit, this was fucking awesome at Walmart. (laughs) Uh. But, uh, uh, oh, shit, where did we go? I forgot. Oh, oh, it went to IHOP. Went to IHOP at 6 o'clock at night. Now, 6 o'clock at night, or right around there, it's late for IHOP, but IHOP is always open. They're always serving people. 6 o'clock at night, they had three people on the staff. Three. And they're in... I'm glad it wasn't busy. They only had three people. 
There's a paramedic and EMT shortage in California thanks to the mandatory vax. Yeah, this vax is fucking still screwing people. And, and, and it's a vaccine that they all admit doesn't work. It doesn't work. And for Fauci to come out last week, I thought this was funny. This, this is one of those guys who, who was the, the kid who had every superpower when you played superheroes. But when they admit that it doesn't work, but what it did do is save you from going to the hospital. Well, you can't prove that. You cannot prove that at all. That's a statement you can't prove. Well, it, it, it stops you from going to the hospital and dying. How, how can you say that? People were still dying who had four shots. Oh, bummer. A good one gone. I'm getting used to it. And as more things change and close, I spend more like uh, my parents, you know. Back in the day, it was different. Oh, yeah. Oh, I sound like the old man on the rocking chair all the time. There's a shortage of workers in California because any business with 15 or more employees is a mandatory vax. Residents being shut down because they won't follow the vax order. That's, and that's not America. UK, once again, once again, my body, my choice, I thought. Uh, UK released their numbers yesterday, and their COVID deaths are coming from people who have not only been vaxxed, but they've been boosted some up to three times. Yeah. But Arnie, they wouldn't have died worse with the vaccine. <laughs> I, but I love that. Anthony Fauci actually said that on television. Well, it stopped people from going to the hospital. And, of course, the journalist wasn't doing his job. Uh, excuse me, Dr. Fauci. How can you prove that? Nothing? You, you, you don't have any? How can that be proven? Do you have the numbers to prove that people aren't dying? Because I've seen people die at the same rate. And that vax thing isn't even a fucking law. No. But man, oh man, did it change our country or what? Crazy. Oh, let's see. Do we have one more here? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Hey, the, this is a story that I'm 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 very happy to be reading today. Because maybe, just maybe, we're coming back a little bit. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg announced he was dropping murder charges against the New York City Bogota worker, as Jill Biden would have said. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogotas of the Bronx. There you go. Uh, Bodega worker Jose Alba uh, has had the charges dropped. The DA office filed a motion uh, to dismiss the case against him after deciding they couldn't prove that he was justified in using deadly physical force. This is the bodega owner or employee that a guy jumped him back there and started beating on him, and the guy stabbed him to death. There shouldn't have been murder charges against him. It was that bizarro world that we're living in to where we're charging victims now with crimes. 
Uh, let's see. So yes, so I, I, I'm I'm happy to read that because somebody's actually using their senses correctly. Um, I did hear that in San Francisco, their new district attorney has cleaned house, fired I think eleven people in the district attorney's office. Mm. There you go. Um, all right. So what we'll do is we'll, oh, oh, no, what we'll do is this. Holy shit, I forgot. Today is Wednesday. Today is hump day. And that means, holy crap, we have something to do here now, people. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, it's time for Celebrity Celebrity Ass. One of of me. Remember last week we did actual tough guys in Hollywood? And these guys that we're doing today are the guys who think they're tough, but they aren't. They're all talk and they have security. They're all a bunch of pussies. Let's get it on! All right. So here we go. Was that the lead scene from the faggy musical The Heights? Um, all right, in our first matchup, ass family, we have ultimate, ultimate wannabe tough guy, Will Smith from the world of Hollywood, taking on somebody from the world of sports, Stephen A. Smith. Will Smith versus Stephen A. Smith. Now, what we're voting on is, is, Who's the bigger pussy? Like, not necessarily, who's the bigger pussy? Who's the bigger wannabe tough guy? Is it Will Smith or is it Stephen A. Smith? Ask family, who ya got? boy before his last match that son of a bitch we have a winner ass family ass family it is time to announce the winner will smith will smith moves on see zach just texted me what zach saying here um game is great without buck and mccarver uh so shit you're wearing black on the shirt okay uh, all right. Who's Stephen A. Smith anyway? He's the loud-talking uh, black guy on ESPN's first take. The guy who pronounces everything. Next one up. Boy, oh, boy, this guy. He thought he was tough. Now he's kind of pussed out, but he still talks a lot of shit. And he used to tack like paparazzi. But you sneeze and you knock him over. 
We're talking about, oi, it's me, Russell Brand. Oh, I know I'm annoying. Oh, I'm going to throw your camera. Now, even though this guy does have a kill in his belt, he's not tough. He can't sing anymore, and he's fat. Vince Neal. Russell Brand versus Vince Neal. Ask family who you got. matchup. Oh boy. This one is a political doozy. We've got the guy running for governorship of the great state of Texas, Benna O'Rourke. And he is taking on former CNN tough guy, Chris Cuomo. Benna O'Rourke versus Chris Cuomo. Who's the, the, the faker tough guy? Ask family. Who you got? Unlike the governorship of Texas, Ben O'Rourke moves on. What a tool bag. Our final matchup in the first round. Now, the first guy, you, you think he's a tough guy, but he is a big, soft pussy. And that is the guy who played Al, who, 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 he played Al Capone. He's played numbers of tough guys. He played the raging bull, Jake LaMotta, but he's a pussy, and I'm talking about Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro against a guy who's just a Nancy who works out. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. If he were to be walking down an alley, I would step on him. Robert De Niro versus Hugh Jackman, ass family. 
Who you got? it on to the mountaintop in our first matchup ass family between will smith who slapped a smaller man on stage and oh i'm russell brand oh i was married to Katy perry and now i am gross russell brand will smith ass family who you got something about politics they're both incorrect number one is a guy running for governor of texas who has no shot i'm talking about Beta o'rourke and the other guy is just a mouthy actor who thinks that his fucking shit matters and the, the politics of his way is the only way robert de niro Beta o'rourke versus robert de niro as family who you got
Oh my God, we are tied. Ass family, we're tied. Oh my God, we need a winner. We need a winner. Cowboys girl was the last vote. Better, 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 better. O'Rourke moves on. Better move O'Rourke. Yeah, Ireland called. We want our fucking name back. All right, so Will Smith and Better O'Rourke are on the Mount Rushmore of wannabe tough guys. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. And that is what's coming up next is listener mail here at ArnieRadio.com. Now I'm lying here with Linda on my mind. And next to me, my soon-to-be, the one I left behind. And Lord, it's killing me to see her cry. I know that I once loved her And I placed no one above her And I never thought I'd ever set her free But it just wasn't in my plans The way Linda squeezed my hand The first time said I've loved you for a long time but you're married to a friend of mine and I try hard to never let it show but my love for you is stronger I can't hide it any longer and so I thought I'd better let you know Now I'm lying here with Linda on my mind And next to me, my soon-to-be, the one I left behind And Lord, it's killing me to see her crying She knows I'm lying here beside her With Linda on my
show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Oh, Zach, I wish more country stations played that stuff, too, man. That's why I love waking up and playing some country music in the morning. Because I play stuff you don't necessarily going to hear on the radio pretty much ever again. But, hey, you know, that's why I love doing this job. Uh, just getting things set up here. Hold on one second here. Um, yeah, okay. We're, we're ready to go. Okay. Oh, no. that That's not the one you want. No, 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 Arnie. Come on. Gosh. I have so many of these songs I have. Yes, you heard me. The songs. Oh, dear God. Where, where the hell is it? There it is. Okay. I found it now. All right. Perfect. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh, B-Coop, this is an awesome idea. I've started working on it. We have war movies. We have the Mount Rushmore of war movies on Friday. He says, have we done a Mount Rushmore of quaffs? I feel Conway would make the mountain. Like hairstyles. I mean, uh, uh, Conway Twitty had the greatest hair ever. Ever. Now, George Jones is second. But it is a distant second. I mean, Conway Twitty had the hair, but it made me think, okay, what other hairstyles we got? Crystal Gale. Not all in country music. No, no, no. What about Mr. T? That was a unique hairstyle. Quaffs. Quaffs. Is a drink of some, uh, quaffs. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll just call it hairstyles. Hairdos. The Mount Rushmore of hairdos. All right. Uh, we've got a good start. That'll be next week. War movies will be this week. It is that time once again for a listener mail. You guys send me in mail. I read it. Sometimes you have questions for me. Sometimes you just want to vent. Whatever. It is sponsored by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring in the West. Oh, the rest. I, I, I just found this story out, and this one sickens me. The rest, you know what they like to do? When they come to your house, they install cameras. And not just on the walls. No, 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 sir. They install hidden cameras in the toilets. So the next time you're going to the John, know that they are live streaming that in a feed to a station of porta-potties they rent out for pornographic reasons. It's disgusting. And you know who won't do that? Yeah, you know who doesn't do that and would never do that is my dear friend Jesse at JS Force. No, no, no. He's not he doesn't have time for all that. All those shenanigans. He has to put in the best floors possible, and he does. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Wayne Newton Elvis, yes, all these people. The stovepipe dude and kid and play. That there you go. I like that. Um, so, uh, we, we, we have the mail here. Uh, wow. I'm using all kinds of buttons today that I usually don't use together. So let's, uh, let's do it, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right. First one here is just asking for it. So we have to help people. We have a couple questions today. So we have a couple songs. Now, I debuted this one last week, yeah, I, and I like it a lot. 
Oh, Donald Trump. There you go. Perfect. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I got to start it in the right spot. I think this is about the right spot. Or right there. There we go. It's time that we empty our bulging inbox. Hopefully it's good with no ads for black cocks. Instead, I have answers for all of the fam. I should sell my knowledge for 10 bucks a gram. And you should go write me. Go and write me right now before I go and do it. I'm fucking a cow. And you should go write me. Go and write me right now before I there is solid gold. I, I I mean, honest to God, that right there. If you're thinking about buying solar that, that right there is a don't. panty dropper. The U.S. government will literally buy them for you for if that. you take 60 seconds now, to answer. Now, enough of that. Up. We don't want to listen to that. We have one more. <clears throat> I'm, I, I'm giving you the Grammy performance today because that's what these are. These are Grammy winners, both of these. So here we go. Y'all ready? Boom. Oh, wait, got to take the mute off, dummy. Band. Got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can help you Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I'll do it. I dream about it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. All your ratings are in the gutter. Miss me, that is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now. Because I fucked a cow. I told you I'd do it, and yes, I did it. I fucked the cow, I fucked the cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you'll hear me say all the words like, Fucking cock, 
cotton shit. Ask me now. Ask me now. That's right. I fucked another cow. I told you I'd do it. And then I did it. Fucking a cow. Fucking a cow. He's fucking a cow. Oh my god. He said he would But he's still doing it. And you're still failing. Because he's fucking a cow. There you go. That right there. I mean, that that star search material. Star search material, my friends. <laughs> I just do those to make me laugh too. Uh, but I do like them now. Uh, dear Arnie. Mm. So I have a 10-year high school reunion coming up next month, and I need your help. You see, I may have picked on a kid back in the day, and I'm wanting to make things right now. How would you handle this situation? Thanks for entertaining me every single morning. Uh, You are very welcome, uh, Mark. So you got your 10-year reunion. You were a dick in high school. Okay, I can relate. I know it's hard to believe, but yes, I could have been a dick to some people in high school. And I was. And uh, I didn't do it at the 10-year reunion. I did it, like, in the last six or seven years. Um, there's a guy that I went to high school. There's, there's still one person that I'm looking for that I need to talk to to apologize for. Part of my ninth step when it comes to recovery is making amends to people that you've wronged. And uh, one guy, uh, he was the other really heavy guy. He was a lot bigger than me. But I, I was still fat, but but Bish was big. Bish has lost a bunch of weight. Bish is a lot smaller than I am right now. So, you know, but I, I, I we, we, we heckled Bish pretty good. And uh, I, I reached out to him over, over social media and said, hey, man, I just want to say I really do apologize if I did anything in high school. I was a lot different then. Um, lots of, uh, demons to battle with. I am truly sorry. If you don't want to accept this, I understand as well. And he accepted it. He said, Hey, you're a different person now. We were all kids. So I, I, I would, I would just say, Hey, Hey, let's see what, uh, easy. Don't go. Only people who don't mature past high school go to reunions. You approach them, immediately apologize, and make sure they know they have every right to be angry, uh, think you're a dick, et cetera, and acknowledge it. Swoosh says, go up to the guy say, hey, I was a dick back then. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and that's what I did, and Bish forgave me. Now, if I could ever find Kev, Kevin Baker, I'm going to have to do a little bit more groveling for. Because Bake was, <laughs> I, I, you know, maybe I don't even take that one back. Maybe I'll just live with that one. Knowing that I'm in his fucking crosshairs and probably every sniper rifle he has. So you grew up and perhaps passed it. Apologize if you feel the need to move on. We're all not perfect at some point. 
Where we age to perfection is the ability to acknowledge and perhaps apologize and move past your dickheadedness. Yeah. And now uh, Bish and I, every once in a while, we'll, we'll, we'll communicate back and forth. Hell, I'd love to have Bishop on the show. I told him I wanted on a show. He's very knowledgeable about all kinds of sports. I mean, he's a big, I, I think he's an actual bigger Ranger fan than me. And I do, I, man, this team is so disappointing. But, but, oh, the, oh, I, I got to talk about that. That's coming up here. I'll, I'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, uh, let's see. All right. This is the other one that needs my help here. So let's help this all one right, out. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you? Uh, all right, this is from Bill. Before I read that, you'll see at the 10-year reunion, the, the people that are the same, 20 years better. I didn't go to my 20, and I was going to go. We were, we're going to have our 30-year 30 30 year reunion, but COVID hit, so we haven't. I haven't heard anything on the, the 32nd or 33rd, uh, but I missed out on going the 20th. And, man, that, that one, I, I, I'm so bummed at that one because a bunch of my friends were at that one. There are a lot of friends at the first one. I went to the 10-year. I would have gone. I mean, I, I ain't got a problem with it. Arnie, you won't find that guy. He was killed uh, by the Ghostbusters, probably. Uh, all right. This is from Bill. I don't know why you're asking me this, Bill, but I, I'll, I'll try to help you. You don't give me a lot to work with here. I know this will sound insane, but here I go. I'm looking for a gym and need your help with one. <laughs> with one. For people who want to lift and not just be there for the social aspect. Thanks for your help, Bill. The fuck do I know about going to the damn gym? That's part of my new stand-up that I'm writing. I start off the show with saying, you know, there's no better feeling in the world than waking up and knowing you do not have to go to the gym today. Yeah, paging Dr. Roy, Dr. Roy. I felt kind of bad, but I didn't. I got over it real quick because he got the joke. Our, our, our dear family member, Roy. Roy is yoked. All right, well, let's just put it that way. Roy could be the third road warrior. That's what he kind of looks like. He kind of looks like Hawk and Animal's love child. And uh, probably is, is, is he, has a, he has a prosthetic, though, bottom part of his leg. His right leg. And he put a picture of himself up the other day. And he, the, the prosthetic was showing. He was showing measuring, measuring his biceps. I said, man, you need some calf work. <laughs> and I laughed and laughed about it. And then I thought, oh, my God, maybe I went too far. And then he, he wrote back, he goes, yeah, that right one's a motherfucker. <laughs> so he gets it. Uh, uh, let's see. If he's in Sac area, the best gym is the Gym Fitness Center. Scotchy is also looking for a gym, Jim Crow. <laughs> Roy could beat you to death with that. Oh, I know he would. Oh, Roy's a gray egg. Roy, I, I, Roy, Roy, Roy is the man. Oh, if you get any game, hook up with a girl at the 10-year reunion that wouldn't give you the time of day back in high school, right? Uh, 
Look, look here, Bill. This is where you got to stay away from all the corporate bullshit. The the twenty four hours, the 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 Planet Fitness, that that one that doesn't want judgments. What is that Planet Fitness? There's nineteen fitness. There's all there's all these corporate run places. If you want to go and you want to go to lift, you got to go to some dirtbag shithole gym. The gym in Dallas. I, 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 the, one of the first gyms I ever joined was Texas Gym. Knew else worked out at Texas Gym? Ronnie Coleman. Now, I never got to see Ronnie Coleman work out. Ronnie Coleman was an eight-time Mr. Olympian. But, and, and you got to train in these, like, think about Rocky Three. You remember when Rocky Three, when, 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 when Apollo has him come out to L.A.? And Paulie is devastated. I, I know this because they had a Rocky Marathon on the other day, and yes, I watched part of it. Uh, but you got to you got to get you got to get one of those old school gyms that has old school Nautilus, if they have any Nautilus, and dumbbells and free weights. You got to find that on your own because look, there's a place in Reno, Reno Ironworks. I it used to be Flex Fitness. That's a if you if you live in Reno, Bill. Go there. And, and when you go there, find a guy named Lance and call him a pussy. Texas Gym could also be a barbecue joint. Texas Gym sounds like a wrestler that would have appeared at the Sportatorium. I'm pretty sure he did. Texas Gym out of Montague County. From Waxahachie, Killer Tim Brooks and Texas Gym. I watched the, uh, I, I wanted to talk about this now that we're here. I watched the WWE's uh, biography Sunday night of Bill Goldberg. This week it's the Bella Twins. I'm probably not going to watch because I fucking hate chick wrestling. I just, I just can't stand it. I'm done. AEW tonight. Excited. Um, but I watched this thing on Goldberg. And the rise of Goldberg. And, and something that, that I've seen in common with the, the great wrestlers, the Shawn Michaels, the Undertakers, the Stone Cold Steve Austins, the Rocks, is that, and, and, and I had this for radio. And I did love wrestling. I wish I would have had the courage to maybe try professional wrestling when I was a kid. I could have been in that same class that Steve Austin was in at the Sportatorium. And I'm not kidding. Um, I know my parents wouldn't have backed that, so I, I stayed in school. But I found something that I truly did love in radio, and that's why I still do this today. And this is why these wrestlers keep going, because they all have this love for the business at an early age. Except Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg was a football player. And you ask him today if he loves football more or wrestling more, he's going to tell you football. A lot of these guys played other sports. Stone Cold Steve Austin played football. Undertaker was a basketball phenom. You could have been Arnie Rhodes, the darling of Garland. <laughs> yes, that is. Um, I think Dusty Rhodes was in my dream, too, last night. But Bill Goldberg didn't have the let, and that's why I, I think that's why I never wait because I could tell. 
I don't know why. I have super wrestling powers. I can tell he never loved the, 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 the business. Now he says he does, and that's all great. But I, I, I just got to say, Bill Goldberg, I still don't know why he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, there, there's a bunch of people in there that shouldn't be in there. Sting. Sting had, what, four matches in the WWE, and he's in the Hall of Fame? And he got in there before the Steiner brothers? That's a fucking crock. Didn't you almost try out for American Gladiators? No, I, I don't think so. Was I talking about that once? I mean, you got you got to know that I've done a lot of shows and I've talked a lot of shit in my career. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if I said I was going to try out for that show. I don't know that. See, back then when I was a kid, I didn't like the bad guy wrestlers that much. Even at 19 and 20, I didn't like the bad guys until I, I, I got into it. I mean, I love watching, like, old matches now and watching the Freebirds. The Freebirds, Von Eric. If you don't know anything about wrestling, just go Von Eric's Freebirds Wrestling Feud. It's the greatest feud ever. And this is why I still watch wrestling today is because I still love it. As bad as it is, I still love it. Jimmy Snooker should be removed for murder. Yeah, we could talk about that. WWE putting in WCW Legends is like when Christianity took over Pagan Holidays and rebranded them as Christian. It, it really, like Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Page is a super great human being. He loved Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes trained him. And, and I, I and I think what he's doing with wrestlers now with his yoga and getting them healthy and getting them off of drugs and alcohol, what he's done, what he did for Scott Hall before Scott Hall died. And Scott Hall didn't die of a drug overdose. Um, but Dime, Dallas Diamond Page is a good guy, and I met him. He's a super nice guy. Doesn't belong in the WWE Hall of Fame. I remember the American Gladiator story as well. Okay, I guess maybe I said I was going to try out for it. <laughs> that didn't happen. I think we looked into it, and you had to do something like, like you didn't you didn't get to do the course. That wasn't your tryout. Like you had to do like like a, a hundred push-ups in like thirty seconds, and and do all this. And I was like, yeah, fuck all that. I can't do that. Uh, remember the stunt to get a new contract? <laughs> you and someone threatened to move to Ohio or do sports talk? Yeah, we were going to go to Moline. Moline, Iowa. It was Iowa. We were going to do the high school football games. <laughs> Between Moline and East Moline. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> oh, Ted DiBiase had the million-dollar bet, and Arnie would have had the dollar general title. Oh, fuck, the Dollar General title. Boy, there's a tie-in that the WWE should do. They give it to their shittiest job wrestler. Yeah, I mean, it's an even shittier belt. than You know who will do that is the, the AEW. They need more belts. Can you imagine that, though? That's the shittiest belt that the... <laughs> the Brooklyn Brawler comes out with that. Uh, but yeah, but for Jim, Bill, 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 find you can find a gym on your own. You don't need my help. I'm not going to be any help for you. I don't know where any of those things are. 
<laughs> Jim. Good gravy, Davey. Uh, all right, next one here. <laughs> Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, how does the baseball draft work? I see that they publicize it more and more every year and was just wondering, why does the All-Star game seem different this year? I'm saying. Uh, let me answer your first, uh, second question first. Uh, the All-Star game, look, I, I thought the All-Star game was kind of embarrassing for Major League Baseball last night. Mainly for the fact that they had it in L.A. at Dodger Stadium when there are plenty of new parks around the country to have it at. But okay, you want to have it at a historic park, that's fine. You can't have it at L.A., though. Because Dodger fans and L.A. fans are notorious for not showing up. And that's to 7.05 games. This game was a 5.05 start. Meaning people were just getting off of work and stuck in traffic. Through about the third or fourth inning, all you saw were open seats everywhere. And this is supposed to be the showcase of Major League Baseball, and they're showcasing empty seats. By the end of the game, and it was a good game, by the end of the game, the, the, the crowd was there. It was just a, a bad look, uh, it, and I, I didn't care for the game. I just, uh, I think there's too much media access to it. I, 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 as much as I like seeing videos of players mic'd up in the past, I don't need it. I don't need the, the, the pitcher to have a conversation with the broadcaster. That was Gilberg as the cruiserweight champ. Gilberg, that was awesome. Uh, I would never try out for Fear Factor. No, uh-uh. You put all them bugs. Nah, I ain't eating no bugs. I know I'm fat, and I know that I eat some weird shit. Uh-uh. I don't eat animal penis, testicle, or bugs. Uh, Major League Baseball draft, 13 rounds, a couple special rounds where you can take someone and give up your pick in round next year. It's like from high school, college, and certain international prospects. That's how the draft works. Rangers picked up a pitcher from Vanderbilt last year that was teammates with our number one pick of Al Leiter's son. They said this kid was like, he was the number two or three pick last year, this guy that the Rangers got at number three this year. But he didn't play last year. Uh, they were worried about his health. The Rangers said, we'll take him. We'll see. The baseball draft is, to me, um, speaking of food, Round Rock Donuts, I want to go, okay? Um, we go to Round Rock Donuts. We got to go to this place. I saw this kick-ass place. It's called, like, a home run dugout. Check this shit out. It's like Top Golf, but with baseball. And how it works is they put you in a little room, right? And they give you a wiffle ball bat, and then the ball comes up from the plate, and then you hit it, and, like, you can pick your park and all that kind of stuff. Oh, if we go to Round Rock, I'm fucking going there. That shit's going to be awesome. I saw a video for that. I, I, if I had millions, I'd invest in that right now. That thing is cool as shit. But the college baseball draft, it doesn't always work out. I mean, some guys... Look, look, Mike Piazza is a great example. 
slowest bat speed, but the man had superhuman strength. And he was drafted in like the 11th round or, or somewhere, it, and the Dodgers drafted him because he was Tommy Lasorda's godson. The guy's in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he should be, but he's in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter. Like the, the draft, it, it's like the, the NFL draft. Yeah, sure, a lot of the first-round guys are going to stay with the team for, for a few years. But when you look at the, the Pro Bowls, you look at all the greatest players, and you look at where they're drafted, I mean, Tom Brady. All you got to do is say Tom Brady. Didn't go to the last round. Aaron Rodgers. So, that I, I, I don't have a lot of trust in the, the, the baseball draft. As who they say, like the, the best player in college baseball just so happened to play at the University of Texas, the Golden Spikes winner. That's the best player in baseball. He didn't go till number 14. So, yeah. If you don't sign your draft pick in uh, one year, they're eligible to be drafted again in the next. Oh, okay, good. All right, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, all right, got that out of the way. Here we Get go. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This one's from Chris. It says, Arnie, what's wrong with Limp Biscuit? Did you see the latest? They're canceling all these shows in Europe and not touring until next year. What the actual fuck? Um, most good prospects that end up in the A's farm system dealt and tried to the Yankees or Dodgers. Yeah. See that, that, that Juan Soto guy, the guy who won the home run derby, they offered him a 10 year, $440 million deal. That's pretty much $44 million a year to stay in Washington. And he turned it down. He, he turned down almost a half a billion dollars. How big do your balls have to be to turn that down? As far as Limp Biscuit goes, uh, they're being very vague. Fred Durst came out and said, due to uh, some medical issues, my doctor wanted me to take some time off. It, they canceled the show, the show I was supposed to go see him at in Austin. They canceled that show because of COVID. They never rescheduled it. Dicks. Uh, I, I think they're done. I think it, Fred, Durst went, Fred Durst forgot how hard it was to tour. How taxing it was. And how much nobody likes him. So I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they, they shut down their whole European tour. By the way, they had set a European tour before the makeup shows for this tour. Dicks. So, yeah, I, I'm getting real close to washing my hands of uh, Limp Biscuit. I still, man, still one of the best shows I've ever seen. But, once again, they're being dicks. Shocking. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I'm sure you'll find a way, but here's my question for you. How are you going to watch all the cool-looking TV shows coming out this fall? That's from uh, Megan. Uh, I will find a way. I, honestly, the, the one thing that we have as Americans to look forward to, if you're a fan of television and, and good dramas and series, is this coming fall. <whistles> Tyler Sheridan, the, the guy who made Yellowstone, new season of Yellowstone starts in November. 
Right after that, Tulsa King starts, I believe, on Paramount Plus. The the Sylvester Stallone mafia show that takes place in Tulsa. Fred has a monkeypox from having sex with Bubbles. Okay, now that stops it right there. Bubbles. I have to do this right now. I forgot to tell these two stories. First one. Last week, we're at Walmart. I'm walking in. Now, you know one of the greatest things I've ever seen was when a kid just sucker punched his sister or his brother right in front of his mom at Target, and I started laughing and kept walking. Fucking happened again. Oh, my God. So we're walking in, right, and it's a mom, her punk-ass son, and her punk-ass daughter. And we're walking. I'm, I'm going to get the carts, and as, I, as I'm going to move it, this boy takes this girl and just pretty much slams her to the ground. And the mother loses it. She grabs that kid by the arm. That, that kid is screaming bloody murder. And now he won't leave the, the cart area. She's like dragging him out. He's screaming. I'm walking away just laughing my ass off. It's fucking awesome. That kid screamed, and finally, like, I need to work on this. Oh, Swoosh says, stop what you're doing. Important break news. It happened again. Did you watch the last? Yes, I did. Oh, the boys, this was, this was a brilliant season of the boys, I have to say. Um, but then yesterday, yesterday, I've seen people that are oblivious and rude, but never to this level. So we went to that big-ass mall, right, and we were going to eat. Grapevine Mills Mall is huge. Like, I almost needed oxygen to walk that damn mall. That's not saying much, but. Um, so we were going to go eat at the Rainforest Cafe, but they said an hour 45 minutes. We're like deuces. So we get to the food court. And everybody goes their separate ways. Pizza, Sonic, I forget what somebody else got. And then I, I went and I went and got a, a, a sandwich at uh, the, the cheesesteak place, Charlie's, whatever. I'm standing there and waiting on my sandwich, and all of a sudden I'm covered in bubbles. Like there there are bubbles flying all around me. And they're flying into the kitchen. And I look back, and this lady, she's got a stroller, and she's got two kids in this stroller, one in the front and one in the back, both under two. But the one in front has one of these gigantic fucking bubble launchers. And she's spraying it everywhere. It's going into all the restaurants and stuff. Finally, one of the... Hispanic cooks is like, ah, oh, ma'am, can you not do that? The soap is falling. The lady was like, she, she had no clue. I did, you want your kid to have a little bubble shooter? Okay, do that shit at home. Don't be, don't, don't be spraying that shit over everywhere. Twat nugget. So, yeah, those are the two stories I had to tell you. Because when that kid got thrown down, holy shit. That was fucking awesome. 
Um, yeah, but TV, uh, regular season, Chicago shows coming back. Um, tonight is, is it, no, it's tomorrow night. It's the season finale of The Old Man. I think it's tomorrow night. Better Call Saul's got four more episodes. Um, a lot of cool shows looking like they're coming out this fall. Uh, I will find a way to watch all these and talk about them. Thank God we have a DVR. I'm DVRing the captain right now, so please don't don't ruin that one for me. I want to get a couple episodes in on that. Mm-hmm. Anyone here like Chris? Yeah, everybody likes Krispy Kreme donuts. Twat nugget. You like that one? Okay. Not over food. Tiffany leads to diarrhea. Uh, they used to be Charlie's cheesesteaks at 80 and Truxel and Sack gone now. Yep. Uh, all right. All right. Here we go. Next letter, shall we? Uh... Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, dear Arnie, I was wondering, do you have uh, any, I hate to say, regrets about your radio career? I mean, besides dog shit and jerk off. It seems like you're really happy now and funnier than ever. Well, thank you, Samantha. I appreciate that. Um, any regrets in my radio? I, and, and honestly, I do not regret working with dog shit and jerk off. It, it, it was more of an ego feeder than anything, working with those two morons and taking that show to first place. Uh, so, no, I, don't, I, I, I regret not beating the hell out of one of them, if not both of them. Morning show, any regret? I do. I, there, there's one thing I do kind of regret. Uh, the boys, how many seasons are there? There are three seasons of the boys. And it's like awesome, awesomer, and awesomest so far. And I'll have to come up with a, a word better than awesomest for next season. Because that show just keeps getting better. Um, when we worked on the morning show, we were um, we were truly like a family. Like, it, it, we were we were closer. We were like, and I I'm not trying to compare us to. Uh, to the training that, that Navy SEALs. Do you know that bond that those special forces people have? Firefighters have these special, uh, you know, these bond, these these ties that bind them. We had that. And we didn't let a lot of people in. Now, I don't regret that part. The part I regret is this, is that I'm sad that that show didn't go bigger. And it didn't go bigger because of the thing I regret, is that we never, ever went to any of the conventions. Um, we, we, we didn't go to any of the workshops or super camps or things that record companies put on for radio people. We didn't go to any of those. And us not going to those, we were never able to um, really network. And I do think that nationally that show could have challenged anyone in the country. Uh, I had, I don't have it anymore thanks to it being broken by a savage fucking crazy person. Um, 
like, like these are what I regret. We're sitting in the office one day, and there's a delivery. This is this big-ass box, and it's addressed to us. So, of course, we're going to open it. And in there were these, like, handcrafted, big glass, etched-in things from Radio and Records magazine, which was the, the main rag, if you will, magazine uh, of the radio industry. This is one that everybody got, everybody subscribed to, everybody looked at. If R&R said it, it was gold. Well, on there, it said, that show that I was on, National Rock Show of the Year. Now, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what What? What? what does this mean? And they looked at me and they meant. Well, it means you guys were named the best radio show in all of America. I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. I didn't even know we were nominated because we didn't do the things. By the way, we were nominated for three years in a row. The two years leading up to our win. We beat Howard Stern. We beat Man Cow. We beat Mark and Brian. We beat Kevin and Bean. We were the best show in America. And we were in three or four markets at that time. The other shows that I mentioned, they're in at least 100 markets. And it's because they networked and they went to all these things and they did their thing. We didn't. And I look back on that, and I, I, I think that we missed a golden opportunity. Golden opportunity. Uh, I'll never forget, I was so shocked and sad that all of a sudden one day you were gone. Yep, that's what happened. Uh, but that's the way. I, 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 I hate the way things happen to end things. I hate it. Don't regret it. Don't regret it because I got to see what kind of people they truly were. Kevin and Bean show was weak. I listened to him in the nineties. Yeah, it was it was weak as the number one show in in L.A. I I, I you know look look these shows that I mentioned. I'm not talking out of my ass. I know who we were nominated against. And when you beat those people that are in major markets, we're talking. Uh, okay, so Howard would have been in New York. Kevin and Bean were in L.A., even though one guy was in Seattle. Mark and Brian were in L.A. That's the number two market. And then Man Cow is in the number three market in the country. And here we are in the 28th biggest market in the country, and we're national show of the year. Wish we could have done more. That's the one regret I have. Nothing I can do about it now. Just look back and go, wow, what if? What if? But I, I, I and, and honestly, it's not really a regret. It's just one of those things you look at and you, you kick yourself. Todd and Tyler, I don't even know who Todd and Tyler are. Lexin, Terry and Lex or Lex and Terry, I know who they are. Mm, 
don't forget that Kevin had a bean fake murder confession on the show. Asner did that? No? Okay. Um, but, yeah, as far as the radio career, man, it was fun. We, we had good times. I mean, there were a lot of – I made a lot of friends, made a lot of enemies. I saw that uh, – oh, by the way, if you live in northern Nevada, he didn't ask me to do this, but I'm asking for it. Um, uh, the news and review is out. The best of northern Nevada. If you wouldn't mind voting for best chicken wings, Slater's Ding-A-Wing, best food truck and fries, Slater's Ding-A-Wings. Jay's a solid guy, and I, I love to see it when he wins this stuff. I, I was not nominated as any sort of broadcaster this year, so there's no no pining for votes for me. Uh, your podcast is already in more market states, countries, and their crappy show with a fucking training and commentary on periods. Yep. Uh, is that why Paul and Phil was a media darling to the SAC media? Because they did all those workshops? Yes. Oh, I mean, look, look, when we first came, this was my, this is one of my favorite things about the different market. In, 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 when we came to Sacramento from Reno, sales staff didn't want us. Sales staff thought that we were all, that whoever, whoever brought these kids, that, that's what we were called. We were called kids. Mind you, I'm 28 or 29 years old at this point. Um, they brought these kids in to replace guys that were like four or five years older than us. Well, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? We came in, and first day, I'll never forget, we, we played music that first week. And our first song that we ever played at 98 Rock was Welcome to the Jungle. Never forget. Now, you, you, there are certain moments of your career that you will never, ever forget, and this is one of them. When that song ended and we broke the mics open, we cracked the mics and announced, hey, this is the new show. And I think I said, what up, dog, to somebody, because at that time, what up, dog, was a cool thing to say. Mind you, this is like 30 years ago. The first phone call we got, we had been on the air literally for five seconds. Five seconds. First call we got. You guys suck, and I hope you die. And it was that way the entire morning. Oh, what are you saying what up dog for? This isn't KSFM. This isn't the brother station. Didn't didn't flex me at all. We were told not to look at message boards that first week. Of course we looked at the message boards. But that first day after that that five-and-a-half-hour assault on us, and we kept going to the phones. I guess we just wanted to beat the shit out of ourselves. And uh, I went home that day. I'll never, ever forget this. I went home that day. And I lived off of uh, Kirby over there by the 7-Eleven, way back in Roseville. Uh, my apartments were right there. I walked up my stairs. I closed the door. I locked the deadbolt and the bottom. Everything, everything got shut off, and I went to bed. I went to bed until the next show. I was, so, I, I was just like, what the fuck did I do to these people? 
and then we won you over. But the best was the celebrities or the 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 TV versus the radio celebrity softball game. And we're we're nearing the the end of my really really competitive softball days at this point now. And everybody heard that I played softball, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I show up and I play in the the softball game. I think I hit a home run. I don't remember, but I remember that there was a, a radio personality there in Sacramento. You guys all remember him. His name is Davy D. Davy D was on the hip hop station one zero two five. And we had literally been on for like three days, five five days. This was a a Saturday. And we're playing in this game, and Davey D is the nicest guy in the world to me. Super nice. Hey, bro, you know, hey, welcome to town. Anything you need, give me a call, give me his number. I was like, yeah, man, that's cool. I, you know, when when you're new in a market, you have to work your ass off those first Five or six months. And we came in May. So when it was King's season, we I went to the first game, of course, because you have to be seen there. And as I'm at the King's game, the, the ratings had come out the day before the King's first game. It took us six months, but we became number one. And that was two ratings periods. So we were number one. We had displaced DVD. Now, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, cool. This is us doing our job. And I'll never forget, I walked into Arco, and I'm walking, and all of a sudden one of the luxury box opens, and who is it? It's DVD and his posse, his posse of boys, because obviously that motherfucker writes a lot of checks that his ass can't cash. I said, Davey, Davey, what's up, man? And I put my hand out to shake, and he, and he looked at me like I'm short. Like, like, like we're about to throw down. He looked me up and down. And I was like, hey, I'm Arnie. How you doing? Remember we met at the softball game? Uh-huh. And then he just, I was like, I, I go, I just want to say, hey. Mm-hmm. And he kept going. Yeah, Davey D was never number one again. You don't look me up and down. Don't do that to me. I never even talked shit about him on the air. When you did that to me, though, that's when the shit talking started. And that, at that time, I would stay in town on vacations, and I would crank call other radio shows. Uh, Derek says, I remember the first day you guys came on, and I was like, who the hell are they? Cowboys Girl said, I forgot about Davey D. 7-Eleven is still at Kirby and Sunrise. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, no, it, it's past Sunrise. It's like uh, one light past sunrise. David D. Poor guy got fired more times than I can count. Uh, these past stories are the fucking best every time. Was David D. the guy you called live on his show and said his mama had a speech impediment? Yeah. <laughs> I crank called David D. so many times after that event happened. My 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 favorite one was. Uh, I, I, I actually hung up because I heard the story going on, and I was, I was like, man, I can't even add on to this. Davey D was talking about after Katrina. I guess he's from Louisiana, and I guess he has family that, and, and you know how Louisiana, 
they 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 sit below the 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 water line. Yeah, a bunch of graves got washed out, and I guess one of them was like he was related to him. And I was in the middle of a crank call, and he's telling that story, and I was like, I can't do it. It's amazing that you are blackballed, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, isn't it amazing that those 1079 guys that, that killed somebody are on working on radio? I'm pretty sure I met him at 102 when he was working with Mark Allen. If that was him, he was a dick. Oh, yeah, Davey D was a dick. But, yeah, I did call and say his mama had a speech impediment. Dude, my crank cut. My, my favorite one in, in, in this guy right now, I, I'm sending good vibes out to a, a guy I used to work with named Pat Frisch. Uh, it was uh, somebody in Pat with Arnie the intern in the morning. That was my very first foray into the radio world. And uh, Frisch is going through a lot of major stuff right now uh, health-wise. So I send good vibes to him. But Pat Frisch was by far the greatest crank call that I ever did in my entire life. They, they, they were There were two of them. When I asked if I could get prosthetics for my dog's legs, I interrupted his live live show. But the greatest one was he had, and I know I've told you guys, and I'm sorry, I'd be telling the story, but um, he had a guy named Tom Rhodes on his show. Tom Rhodes was playing in town at like the John Esquaga's Nubbuck doing stand-up. And he was a stand-up comedian that had just gotten a TV show. And he and Pat were going back and forth, and they're just having this lovey-dovey interview. And I'm like, well, it's time for a crank call. And this is back when Chris Payne and I were in Friends. I, I made him fall off a chair with this phone call. So, uh, it, and, and, and Pat didn't have a live screener. And th- this is a different Pat, not, ta- not Pat Martin. This is Pat Frisch. He didn't have a phone screener. So uh, they're going on and about this interview, right? And uh, I get on. They finally let me on. I'm like, Pat, I am such a huge fan of yours. You are what is right with Reno Radio today, right? It changed my voice up a little bit. And he's like, well, well, thank you. But uh, uh, did you have a question for Mr. Rhodes? Because uh, uh, he's our guest today. I said, oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm not really, he goes, are you a fan? I said, no, not really. I, I don't think he's very funny. Uh, so my question is, Mr. Rhodes, what are you going to do when your show is canceled in six months? And, of course, they hang up on me, and they, they start motherfucking me without saying motherfucker. They, the, the next 30 minutes of the show are people just, I have, I have diverted this show into such a bad place. And, I mean, we are dying laughing, right? As my it, 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 on the soul of my dog Bubba, on my dad, when we found out like five months later that that show had been canceled, I've never laughed harder. I gave him like an extra month, and that show was canceled. Oh my god! But yeah, oh god, those were the man. We used to have so much fun off the air. Like the show, we did the show so we could get to the after air shit. Uh, speaking of Pat Martin, he's on the Eagle now. I listen to him in the morning when you're not around. Well, that, I love Pat. I ain't going to say ever say anything bad about Pat Martin. <laughs> you diverted that shit like Hurricane changing the course of a river. 
Oh my god, it was so funny. But uh yeah, it's it's stories like that I remember that, that this is why I really don't have regrets about my radio career. I mean, I I, I guess I like I said, I, I wish I wish we would have networked more, but we didn't, so there you go. Uh great question, by the way. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I want to say thank you for all your wrestling talk. I can't watch uh, like I did and look forward to your update. Was wondering about this Ric Flair match. Why is he doing this? Do people really want this? Uh, That's from Greg. If you haven't seen the update, they're making this into such a spectacle. They're, They're... they are really trying to make this a thing. That Ric Flair is having his last match next weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. The mayor's already proclaimed it Ric Flair Day. And they had this bullshit press conference. And then, of course, Ric Flair gets attacked in the parking lot. Now, I don't know why it's a tag team match, but it, I mean, it's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal. Against Ric Flair and and, and uh, El, El Andrade, his son-in-law, and there's a whole match of cards. And I'm sitting here just watching this. And yesterday, the I was watching TikTok, and they put a lot of these podcasts up on TikTok, or at least 30 seconds of it. And Double J, Jeff Jarrett was on there with Conrad Thompson, who, by the way, is Ric Flair's son-in-law. And they're just motherfucking each other back and forth. Like, Jeff, how could you do that, man? And, I mean, they're, they're taking the wrestling. They're taking it, and they're trying to make it a, a, a work. I don't know why. I don't want this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm still not going to order it. I can't, man. I just can't. I don't want to see Ric Flair go out like this. That's a tag match, and he's tagging with it. Yeah, it's, that's awful. It is so bad. Like, like the only match I want to see on that card is the Von Ericks against the Briscoes. His last in his last match until his last match in North Carolina, then his last match in South Carolina. Yeah, because he has a thing that he's on signed on to do with his uh, son-in-law El Andrade or whatever in Puerto Rico, like or e- e- either Puerto Rico or Mexico. Same thing. Uh, Oh, I just angered so many people. And that was on purpose, too, by the way, which makes it even worse. Uh, But they're doing some kind of event there where Ric Flair's in his corner. I wouldn't be selling no tickets to that. I don't know if Ric Flair's going to get through this match. And they busted Ric Flair open. I'm like, the man's on blood thinners. He's going to bleed out. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know why people are, <laughs> I'll happily watch, you know, SummerSlam and, and whatever, but this one, I, this one's too much. I, I'm sorry. I can't. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, if I were to visit Texas, what part would you suggest? I hear Austin is very cool, and I hear the same thing about San Antonio. What is your pick? Uh, all right, well, it's a big state. 
I'll tell you that much right now. Austin and San Antonio, both cool places. Yeah, absolutely. Dallas-Fort Worth, nothing to sneeze at. Stay away from Houston. I, 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 look, look, Houston is, is fine. It's part of Texas and all that kind of stuff. Gridlock, traffic, crime, hot, really muggy, really close to the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, will it be as funny as watching Jerry the King Lawler getting tossed 10 seconds into the Royal Rumble? Yeah, that was sad. Um, it depends on what you want. If you want, it, it, I don't know what you're visiting for. Austin's great. There's, it, It's historic, but it's so hippified and so libtarded out now. It's kind of lots of homeless people. I mean, I still love my Longhorns. You can see the campus. You can do all that kind of stuff. Music scene's still great on 6th Street. San Antonio, I haven't been there in forever. You have the Alamo. You have the Riverwalk. It's beautiful, very touristy. Um, either one's fine. There's a place uh, where I, I was talking about Round Rock. Now, if we go to Round Rock, this is what we're going to have to do. We're, we're going to have to do a day trip. Have to go down there, right? We stop in Waco. Waco has a macaroni and cheese diner. Like, I, the, the, it, it's macaroni and cheese, and, and and then they put, like, so they put, like, they put macaroni in, and then you pick the cheese, and you can put brisket in there, barbacoa, chicken. You can put all that shit through there. Then they top it with more cheese, and then they throw, throw it through one of them, like, pizza cooking uh, oven-type deals. That's in Waco. It's the only reason why I would ever stop in Waco. That and the, the law enforcement Texas Rangers Hall of Fame is there, too. Austin is weird. It's like Seattle. It really is. It really, really is. Uh, but then Round Rock. Round Rock has AAA baseball. Round Rock has, like, this big, gigantic, and, and I think they have one in Dallas, uh, big, gigantic indoor water parks. By the way, what the fuck is an indoor water park? I, I understand you can use it in the wintertime. That's why. You can't get tan. That's rule number one of going to a water park is getting tan. Uh, San Antonio, lots of great food, lots of historic stuff, lots of stuff to do. Either one you're going to be fine with. Either one, just stop at a Bucky's, eat at Whataburger. You'll be good to go. You'll call that a perfect trip. I will say this, uh, if you rent a car, Austin's one of the great, well, it used to be. Then the airport got, man, they, their rental car was so awesome. You'd turn it in, and you'd walk just right across the street, be checked into the airport. It was awesome. If you go anywhere near Waco, you must go to Check Stop. Yes, best pastries in Texas I've had there. Oh, yeah, you got to get some kolaches. Pastry stuff with whatever. You, I mean, they, they got cheese or stuff with sausage, like like strawberry, cherry. Oh, kolaches are the shit. My sister lives in Austin. She has a lake close by. She likes it. Well, I can imagine. All right, final one here. Here we go. Not bucket. No, not that one. Welcome to mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, all right, this says Arnie. Okay, I'm sure you're going to say George Strait, so now you can't. 
So if you could only listen to one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Uh, the mall, all the shops, restaurants, bars, all over the Little River. Oh, man. If I had to choose one artist, and it can't be George Strait. Stinkfist says Tool. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Stinkfist here. How about this? Because obviously Tool is your favorite band, hence the name Stinkfist 16. Let's say you can't pick Tool. You can't pick your favorite artist. See, I can't pick George Strait because I would have picked George Strait. Cowboys Girl has Hank Jr. Arnie would pick Vanilla Ice for his three songs. That would make me go insane quicker, only hearing three songs. Um... Uh, Zach says, I thought your one artist would be Avril Lavigne or Adele. Oh, you dick. Really? You, you, really, Zach, even you? Oh. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Mm. Yeah, I know, yeah. I was no, wondering no. if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, no, I, I, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to meet you ever. All right, I have it down to two artists. I bet y'all can y'all can guess one of them. I I have it down to two artists. If you if you guys can can do it, I'll figure out something cool. Who are, who are my two artists? And, and I'll tell you why I picked these two artists. These two artists do a wide variety of music. I got it, Neil Diamond. Not Neil Diamond, not one of my two picks. Nope. And and this would would be the hard one. Uh, Cowboys Girl, you have definitely... uh, I, I pick Elvis mainly because... I, 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 everything he does, I love. I mean, it's Elvis. I, you, you. Oh, my Lord. I you your touch alone. Lonely time. Time. I mean, here's another one that I love. This, and, and because Elvis could sing, sing gospel music better than anybody. Amazing grace. Oh, this, oh, how sweet this one's my favorite, though. When it comes to this. Then sings my soul. And, and I mean, he, of course, he's. He's still Elvis. Bright lights say you're gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money. Now, that's 
there's one other artist. And he also does gospel really, really well. Country really, really well. And rock and roll really, really well. I, You know what? I, I, I'm going to make my pick right now. If I could only listen to one artist for the rest of my life, No problem at all. Hold on, let me let me find the good version of this. That's not the good version of it. Well. God damn it. Here we go. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love as a man insane. You broke my wind. What about a thread? Goodness, get wrecked. You're quitting balls of fire. I mean, you got... Jerry Lee for rock and roll. Then let's see. Uh, country. It's late and she's waiting. And I know I should go home. And then... I was standing by my window on a cold will of circle be unbroken by and by Lord. What about Leonard Skinner? See, this is why I chose those two guys is because they branch out more. Leonard Skinner is the greatest southern rock band in the world, and that's what they're known for. And I'm not taking anything away from them. George Strait I could listen to for the rest of my life, but I, I think it would come down to one of those two. And everybody's mentioning great people. Um, so, okay, I'll ask you guys. Ask family. If you had to take out your all-time favorite artist, as I did, I'll give you time to think about this. Who could you listen to? Where does T-Swift fit in? Not in. Um, Who would be your band? I'm I'm just very, very interested to hear. You can't pick your all-time favorite. So who would you choose to listen to for the rest of your life? this one i'd say van halen metallica or prince Whoo! you throw prince in there man oh man that's a good list uh stink fist says willie nelson or ray charles great straight fire says acdc andrew queen uh ogre says i gotta go with iron maiden the cure you too that's a fucking sophie's choice if you were to give me one album to listen to for the rest of my life i think it would and it's not a greatest hits album, I would have to go Joshua Tree. I think Joshua Tree is the most complete album ever. 
think it's a great record. But I couldn't listen to them forever. My two and three Scorpions and Def Leppard. Cowboys Girl says, I can't pick. I like too many. Braddy Kid says, NKOTB, Reba, or T Swift. You have to knock one. I said, knock you. Uh, damn you, sassy Pammy. You son of a bitch. You are lying because you just said Adele. I called you a son of a bitch. Hello. Yes, hello, Adele. How are you? It's me. Yeah, we know. I was wondering yeah, if after Super. all these years you'd like to meet. Nope. By the way, she's going to start a residency up in Vegas again, allegedly. Not at Caesar's Palace, though. No, no, no. She's going across the street. From what I've read, it's either uh, Planet Hollywood or, or, yeah, it's Planet Hollywood. That's where she's going. So we'll see. Yeah, because they can do it better than Caesar's. I'm sure. Uh, we aren't going to take a break. We'll just keep going through here. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, so there you go. We got it done for, uh, for mail. So if you need to send me anything, please send me to, uh, Arnie radio one at gmail.com. All right. Let's see what we have left on the docket for today. I've been wanting to do this story for a couple days and now I'm going to do it. A lawsuit claims that Skittles are unfit for human consumption. Oh, my God. Uh, A consumer lawsuit claims that Skittles contains a known toxin that's unfit for human consumption. Now, if this were to be true, let's say that this were somehow true. Beastie Boys Eminem, that's good. Uh, George Strait, Chris Stapleton, Neil Diamond, Michael Jackson, Rap E40. No, you can't pick that many. It has to be one. Class action lawsuit uh, filed Thursday in Oakland by San Leandro resident Janelle Thames alleges Skittles are unsafe for consumers because they contain heightened levels of titanium dioxide. Now, if this were to be true, how big is that class action lawsuit against them? Skittles have been around forever. Stackhart says, fuck the rainbow. God, what Skittles did was so dumb, making all their Skittles gray for that month. The lawsuit says titanium dioxide will be banned in the European Union next month after a food safety regulator deemed it unsafe because genotoxicity or the ability to change DNA. The product will be removed from Skittles, but it's going to take a little while, they said. It'll take about three years. It can cause brain and organ damage as well as lesions in the liver and kidneys. I I think you would have to eat probably an entire truckload in one sitting for that to happen, though. Dykin says, if that was the case, I'd be dead. Yeah. Each winner of the lawsuit gets .00001% of a penny. 
just leave our candy alone. Uh, well, thank you, Bay Alarm Company, doing my job. I put the fire system in test mode two hours, and I flow water for the fire system, and guess who shows up? That's right, Roseville Fire Department. <laughs> so those commercials where people turn into Skittles are real. Yeah, they haven't been lying. Plaintiffs will be paid in bags of Reese's Pieces. Oh, just keep eating your Skittles, people. It's fine. Now, I saw this story, and this is, I I, I don't know if it's true, but the videos are pretty damn funny. And I know that's mean to say, but it's true. The headline is, uh, Sesame Street Workshop Wows Bias Training, More Black Kids Being Mistreated. And there's video of kids like this one where Bert and Ernie are playing. Well, Bert, Bert's giving high five, but oh, not to the black girl. Oh, to the black girl. No, no high fives to the blacks. <laughs> oh, what's this video going to be? Okay, here's some big green monstrosity. Just going right past the black kids. Sesame Street Workplace Workshop has has answered this. Sesame Street Workshop is aware of the recent incident at Sesame Place, Philadelphia, which we take very seriously. What these children experience is unacceptable. We've been in contact with the Sesame Place, our licensed park partner, and they have assured us that they will conduct bias training and a thorough review of the ways in which they engage with families and guests. I want to see the, the there's another video. Hold on a second here. I want to see the first video. I don't care about Monique. I want to, uh, oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. I'm not certain what would possess somebody to push a child down like this, but this is completely Ooh. unacceptable. I'm not certain what would this, possess this somebody. This big purple thing with an orange nose comes up to this black girl and just belly butts her to the ground. <laughs> B. Coop, come on, man. There's that episode where Bert and Ernie's making T-shirts and they have the black kid pick the cotton. Stop that. Stop that. Oh, we're going to have to go back to the mean streets of Sesame, aren't we? Where we first learned about pork snorkeling. <laughs> now we have Gonzo leading a member of the, the MM, MMK, the Muppet Moo Clan. Oh, this show's right in itself. So there you go, Sesame Street, racist. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think I covered this early in the show, that the Honey Boo Boo girl, the, the what's her, Alana Thompson, she she's a heifer. I, I mean, look, look, I know she's only 17, but she's a behemoth. She's right now at 275, wants to get down to 150. Um, 
She's getting a suture sculpt endostic sleeve from weight loss doctor Stephen Batash, which can get someone back about $13,000. Let's raise the weight. She put on his genetic and sees procedure only way to get rid of it. As for support, she's got plenty. Her sister, New Guardian, has her back, and I guess her boyfriend. Uh, is getting the same procedure done to himself as well because obviously the network is paying for it. She's competing with David Hasselhoff, Heffersoff. Uh, hey, man, I, I hope it works for her, but hey, her mama got that same surgery. Her mama's even bigger now. It, you got to change your whole life. See, this is like, I've never looked into it. I've thought about it, but... I, that means I would have to stop drinking Dr. Pepper. And we know that shit ain't happening. Have to go down to like, you know, like 1,500 calories a day. That's like four Dr. Peppers. Uh, adios, familia. Have a great day. Uh, you too, my friend Ogre. Have a good one, buddy. Big Bird visits North Korea to learn culture, and they stake him on a rotisserie. <laughs> But they, they, they find out, oh, no, see, this is what the Mean Streets of Sesame would do. They would send Big Bird over there, and then they stick him on a rotisserie, even though they poisoned his meat. Mmm. Dr. Pepper Zero. Yeah, my love for brisket. I, I, I'd get in too much trouble. I'd I, I John Daly it. It'd go back too quick. It'd go back quick. I mean, it would be the fastest thing you ever see my body do. Uh, all right, let's see. Do we do that one? Okay, how about we do this? We'll, we'll do this because I know that uh, Bradley was listening. Our man, our Virginia Tech fan, he mentioned me in a comment. I, I, I've got to do this story, this story, and then that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll go here, here, and that one. Okay. Which means we got to travel. Oh, boy, do we. Here we go. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, Oscar the Grouch, he's, he's running hoes. He's helping uh, the, the, the black guy that run the store. They're running the hoes in the neighborhood. And he's slinging a little Beth on the side. All right, our first story. God, this is so bad. A Florida woman hid her mama's body in the freezer to keep getting her disability payments. By the way, the mother was dead for two weeks before being put in the freezer. Huh. Huh. Boy, that's that's gotta be rotten. Uh, and, and let's see, I'm kind of picturing these people as, well, white trash. So they probably live in a trailer. 
They don't have an air conditioner, but they do have probably a swamp cooler. Let's hope that thing isn't on the fritz because with all that moisture and heat, oof. Um, the 64-year-old woman was arrested Thursday, also charged with tampering with evidence. Her 93-year-old mother's body was found by a welfare check. According to the police department's Facebook page, the daughter told investigators she bought the deep freezer and put her mama's body in there so she could keep getting her disability payments. Now, now here's the, here's the they did an autopsy. The mother died of natural causes. Uh, but she was, oh, God damn. Kept her out for two weeks? What, are you trying to make jerky? I mean, uh, when asked where her mom was, she said she's icing some injuries. I just had a freezer in the garage go out. Uh, The meat went very bad quickly. Rotten corpse smell is no joke. In Florida, meth is a natural cause. No shit. Oh, she she OD'd on meth? A 96-year-old or 93-year-old meth head? Bet she'll still get a voting ballot. Not in Florida. Florida's our last hope. That's not even the worst story of Florida. This this is why I love Florida so much is because they, they, they can't get out of their own damn way. Because you see in the state of Florida, I do believe it is illegal to kill the alligators there. Well... Uh, imagine going to your your posh, ritzy-ditzy country club, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, the residents of the Boca Royale neighborhood uh, say that Rosemary Wiegand, the woman in her 80s, she lives a couple doors down from me. She would bring our trash cans up if we were out of town. She was a very kind woman. She always came up. She always introduced when we moved in. Well... Here's where the problem happened. This is, do not tell me there's video of this. There's video of this. My pants are coming down. The White House is aware this that is the tidal wave is about to hit them. Right, Judge yeah. Janine is back with the hit series, Who okay. is Hunter Biden? Streaming scumbag. now, only on Fox Nation. Please be a video of this. Oh, goddamn. There's an alligator right there. Racha. Racha. Well, this is the Oh, dear God. Okay. What the hell? What the hell was that? That's craziness right there. All right, so uh, this gal's at her country club, and she was over by a pond, and and she fell in. She, She fell in the pond. Maybe she was drunk. Maybe it was hot. She was getting dizzy, and she fell in the pond. As soon as she fell in the pond, two giant alligators swam towards her as she struggled to get out of the water, but... (laughs) An alligator trapper caught the alligators in the pond, 
One was eight feet. One was seven feet. Uh, Kaufman said alligators live in the community and are commonly seen crossing the streets as they go from pound, pond to pond. Yeah, the alligators ripped this old woman fucking apart. Here they are, an alligator just walking down the street in Florida. What kind of third world nation is that? You you know, if Donald Trump doesn't run for president, I'm rooting for the guy that runs the state that has alligators running loose in the streets. I would li- like if I opened my door and I saw an alligator just strutting down the front of my house. I'm gonna poop. That's all there is to it. And they'll probably smell that and alert it and come running right at me. And I ain't got nowhere to diagonally run. So I guess. <laughs> Instead, we should allow the the. Once that gator comes in your yard, that he's yours. That is your trophy. Send that thing to the great pond in the sky. Now, our final story, and it goes with that one there. It just, it, it go, it's synonymous with it. Once again, nature is not your friend. Just ask 65-year-old Leah Davis Loken, who was drug out of her tent and mauled to death by a bear in Ovendon, Montana. The 417-pound mountain grizzly bear was attracted by scents near her tent. Not her period. She was 65. She doesn't have one of those anymore. After the bear approached the first time, she moved her food from the tent to a nearby building and armed herself with a can of bear spray. Ooh, bear spray. Ooh. But the bear came back. It came to her tent where it broke her neck and severed her spine. Which means she didn't suffer. She died instantly. The thing ripped out her spine. The bear had developed a predatory instinct according to a report released. The... The nurse from Chico stopped in the town to camp while on a long-distance bike trip. Fellow campers who heard of the attack chased the animal away with bear spray. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Her tent didn't have much. It was pretty bare. Bear spray, a.k.a. human seasoning. No shit. It's like when I had a bulldog and they told me to put sour apple spray and it would stop chewing on my... my 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 in table. Yep, yeah, that was a flavor enhancer. It's like, oh shit, this stuff is good. By the way, uh, the reason why the bear attacked her was due to her fruit scented shampoo. And that's why it went after her head. Jesus. 
<laughs> Yogi is angry. Hey, boo-boo, want to watch me sever a spine? Oh, my God. That would be a horrific way to go. All of a sudden, you're asleep because you think you scared this thing away. Bear comes back. <laughs> takes your spine. I mean, I mean, that's just badass. Yeah, yeah. See, that she did that the first time. She she had food in there, and she took it and put it in a building, and she armed herself with that 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 trusty bear spray. You know why the rest of the campers got that bear to run? Because he was done eating. We camp. We take out all toiletries, too. Toothpaste, they'll go after any smell. Having fruit-smelling shampoo isn't very suave. Herbal essence. The bear was mad. She was moaning like the commercials. Then was mad about the teas. Whew. Oh, they got campsite pictures. Man, oh, man, that's a bloody mess. Have they tracked down the bear? Okay, they did. The bear that was mauled Logan was shot three days later while uh, raiding a chicken coop. You know what I do? This is what I do, just because I, I I'm, I'm evil and vindictive. I would somehow like like I, I would tranquilize the bear, and then I would tie the bear up and just torture it. You killed a human. We're gonna fuck you up, Mister Bear. We're gonna inject you with lip gloss. We're gonna do all sorts of fucking product testing on you right now. Oh, they they have okay. Grizzly bear photographed on the game camera visiting there. The bear management team patrolled town night. I love that they have a okay. If your town has a bear management team, get out. Get out immediately. I'm with the bear management team. What? There are bears in town? Why? Of course there are. All right. See ya. I need to go somewhere where there aren't bears. It, 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 one or two, not bad. But if you have to have a bear management team, like in your city, that's too many bears. We're part of the bear management team. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, we're, we're here with the lion management team. He mauled her until she was black and Selsen blue. Well, V Coop, V Coop, you know, you know this woman had dandruff, right? They found her head and shoulders in a tent. Woo! That one felt good. Uh, you can carry if you're uh, fishing out of the sticks. It's better than bear spray. Oh, I, I'm just going to tell you right now, if I ever had to hike, if somebody said you have to hike, I am taking a goddamn, I, I, I'm taking an RPG. I'm taking a grenade launcher. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. If there was a bear that's running at me, 
I know that I'm probably not faster than everybody in my group. And that bear sees me, and he sees a big old T-bone steak running away from him. I want a bazooka. Hey, give me the 50 caliber Gatling gun I've always dreamed of. I'll show that bear a thing or two. Fuck a bearskin rug. I'll make a fucking bearskin cheesecloth. I'm happy to say that I swam at that lake last week and survived. Hey, you keep playing crap. You keep rolling the dice. I don't want it to happen to you. And, and God forbid it does. I, I mean, just like even a scratch or, or you know, some stitches, then, then you know you're going to hear it. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I hope you get better quickly. I really, really do. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Oh, holy shit. You know, no, it's not. We have two rounds to go. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this. I didn't do this last break. Oh, my God, I'm losing my brain. We can't leave yet. My God in heaven. We have to finish Celebrity Deathmatch. I, I mean, let's go. Come on. Let's go, people. Holy shit. We got to do round two and then the winner's bracket. So let's go. We have a lot to do here. In our first matchup, ass family, we have Alec Baldwin taking on Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson seems like he's a badass. He's not. He's Liam Neeson. And Alec Baldwin, well, he just shoots people. So between Alec Baldwin and Liam Neeson, ass family, who you got? matchup we have a guy who's supposedly a tough guy but he's nothing more than a big roly-poly and he's been in every well it seems like every goddamn car movie ever thanks to the fast and furious we're talking about vin diesel i'm vin diesel we got vin diesel taking on a guy who's really good if he's in boston movies i can't buy him though as a badass and that is matt damon Vin Diesel versus Matt Damon. Ass family. Who you got? Vin 
got ourselves a winner ass family. Holy crap, looky there, it's the punk from Boston. Matt Damon moves on. Punk ass. Let's take guns away when most of his movies have guns with them, right? And I mean it is ridiculous. Celebrities are completely re-dick. Uh, next matchup we have uh, this guy who who fucking had the greatest curse out on anybody ever on the, the set of Terminator Genesis, the one and only Christian Bale, <laughs> taking on a guy who thinks he's that important all the time, Sean Penn. Christian Bale versus Sean Penn. Ask family. Who you got? a bloodbath. My God, ass family. You do not like Sean Penn. Sean Penn moves on. And our final matchup. This one's going to be a tough one. In a battle of the wannabe tough guys. Our first one started by getting in the news, being on 2020, then exposing Al Capone's secret tombs. Then getting hit in the face with a chair on his own talk show. I'm talking about the one and only Geraldo Rivera. And he is taking on the multi-millionaire who all he likes to do is bitch about America in his slanted fucking docu-movies, Michael Moore. Geraldo versus Michael Moore. Ass family. Who you got? That's why we're behind. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, I'm still, hey, I didn't miss anything. Uh, All right, here we go. Now we got to get them to the Mount Rushmore, and then we will do the face-off on Mount Rushmore. Our first matchup, ass family. Are you ready for this? We have Alec Baldwin, 
who once called his daughter a selfish little pig, taking on Matt Damon, the biggest Nancy in Hollywood. Matt Damon, Alec Baldwin, ass family. Who you got? to the Mount Rushmore. And I didn't put, uh, Zach, I didn't put Stephen Colbert, John Oliver. Stephen Colbert doesn't act that tough. John Oliver does. And that's because his wife's in the military. He's a fucking puss. But fuck him. Nobody knows who he is. Uh, So Alec Baldwin moves on. Now in the matchup between these two Hollywood heavyweights, one is just because he's fat. The other is because he's Sean Penn. Sean Penn versus Michael Moore. Ass family, Sean Penn versus Michael Moore. Who you got? single vote, Michael Moore moves on. Holy crap. So here we go. Ass family. This is what the Mount Rushmore looks like. Will Smith, Beto O'Rourke, Alec Baldwin, and Michael Moore. Now we find out who the face of this mountain is. Shall we? In our first matchup, Ass family, we have Alec Baldwin, ta- or, or no, I'm sorry, Will Smith, Will Smith taking on Beta O'Rourke. Will Smith, Beta O'Rourke, ass family. Who you got? Menomina. 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 Phenomena. Phenomena. 
People have spoken and they have said, fuck you, Beto O'Rourke, you move on. Our final matchup before the finals. Here we go. We have the star of, well, a bunch of crappy movies, Alec Baldwin, taking on the maker of a bunch of shitty documentaries, Michael Moore. Alec Baldwin versus Michael Moore as family. Who you got? So now, who will be the face of this mountain? Of guys who really think they're tough, but they're a bunch of pussies. Is it going to be candidate for governor of Texas, Beto O'Rourke? Or will it be the star of stage and screen and guns all over, Alec Baldwin? Beto O'Rourke versus Alec Baldwin. Ask family. Who you got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. A banana phone. In bunches, I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, banular phone. Alec Baldwin is your face of the Mount Rushmore of wannabe tough guys. Great list. Man, oh man, that was a great one there. We have war movies coming up on Friday or, uh, you know what, this one I need y'all to do. I want y'all to send me an email at earningradio1 at gmail.com to tell me what to do on Friday. Do you want to do war movies or hairdos? Uh, that's how we'll figure it out. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Uh, 
Thank you guys for being a part of the big show today here on this wonderful and beautiful Pump Day. Pump Day. Uh, Pump Day. Yeah, all right. There you go. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember to every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Cowboy movies. We've done cowboy movies. Haven't we? Yeah, we've done cowboy movies. I'll have to look. Uh, great, I'm going to have my banana phone stuck in the head all day. I woke up Saturday singing it. Fantastic. I uh, love you too, Ken Dog. Until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic. Oh, I hate when the screen does that bullshit. Uh, fantastic, wonderful day, everybody. Adios. There in my trailer Down at the job site The day that this stranger walked in His face looked so sad And he carried a set of blueprints And as I unrolled them The first thing I noticed Was there were no doors in the plan Said if you build this for me Then when she comes back She'll never be able to leave me again I said if I did she ever came back Friend, tell me how would she get in It would just be a prison that I locked you if you couldn't leave, you'd never know if there was someone that loved you the way that she didn't before. There's two things that I know for sure. It's that you can't make a woman feel something she don't. And you can't build a house with no He was quiet, I could tell he was thinking I thought I'd just ruin his day I just couldn't bear to see this man's last hope slip away So I thought real fast, and I started talking Said, buddy, we've tried this before and if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way, she'll run And leave you a house with a hole for a door I said if I did she ever came back Friend, tell me how would she get in It would just be a prison that I locked you There's two things that I know for sure It's that you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors
something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors That's what they did this Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.